whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, we are, are here, here to, to rant, rant and rave. rave. Pretty darn close. It's pretty close. Pretty, pretty I good. saw you wait for me. I, I stopped. always do. And I joined you. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to keep doing. <laughs> I think we have to do what we were all taught in the early days of improv. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Stop being polite. Just go with your instincts. And then that's how we will achieve the group mind. And there's your free improv class. Yes, and everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Rants podcast. <laughs> Jessica, how was your week? Oh, it was good, Dana. It oh, was good. great. I went back to my beloved Joshua tree. Yes, I saw that. I like couldn't stay away. Good. The pass is good for seven days. I think that's the case for most national parks. So again, mm, gotcha. Aunt Jessica is going to tell you all, if you live near a national park, do your due diligence, buy the pass, take yeah. advantage of it. My dad buys a pass and then we meet as a, as a not in pandemic times, obviously, mm -hmm. but we met as a family at National Park in Utah together and uh, used this pass. It was amazing. Zion or Arches? I think Zion, the curves, the waves, you know? Yes, I want to go there so bad. Oh, uh, it was so in bad. Oh my God, that's my dad calling. It's like he had ESP. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell him. Yes. Hold on. Hello. Uh, Hi, I have you on speaker. On? I'm recording my podcast. Is everything all right? Oh, yeah, I was just going to let you know I got the COVID shot today. <gasps> you did? Mm -hmm. That's awesome, Dad. I'm so glad. I just got it. So, how did you? Keep you. I'll let you go and you call later. Okay, I'll call you back. That's no problem. Love okay. All right. Love you, Dad. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. Oh, he oh accidentally called me back. I also I'm love so your excited. old timey motel rotary dial phone ring. Yeah, it's my favorite. I plan it that way. You know me. My my Siri man is a is a Australian. Australian. Uh huh. In my old timey oh, phone, I have an aesthetic. I don't know what it is, and I don't know that there's any. Uh, what do you call an it? Audio aesthetic. I have an a life aesthetic. <laughs> it's mostly chaos, but yeah, um, With a little bit of Aussie. <laughs> I love that you brought up Joshua Tree because Jessica and I were talking in the green room dump, and I've got a good mm -hmm. Joshua Tree story to tell you. We've Ooh. got a we've got a real creeper of a celebrity oh, of a celebrity corner coming up, <laughs> and I just might ruin your peaceful place for you. <laughs> you know what? It's very possible if it's creepy that it's the hike I took because it really is where the streets have no name. Okay. Okay. You can't get to, I mean, this goes for most hikes, but you cannot get to it by car. Mm -hmm. And there's views that, no joke, you cannot, it's not possible to see them unless you hike up to different points of elevation. And then it's like looking over the Grand Canyon, seriously. Wow. It's pretty incredible. Well, but I have I'll to tell, tell you, you, it made me feel high. I'm sorry. It made you feel high? Like, 
I felt so good. Even the next oh, day, nice. I like had fire in eye. I was like, I kind of feel high. Wow. And, I- and then I'm going to ruin it and tell you that not only do you have lots of views and things, but you can also hide bodies out there. So, all right, moving on. We'll, <laughs> we'll discuss that more later. I'm going to tell you something that makes me sad. This will come as no shock to anyone. How clean the air is in the desert yeah. and literally not a cloud in the sky the bluest sky meeting the beautiful tones of the desert. And then I come back to LA and I'm driving down the street yesterday and I can see the view of the mountain range, not the Santa Monica mountains near you and I, but like the other range on the other side of the valley. And I could barely see them because of the smog. Smog. Yeah. And I'm back to having a headache and sneezing my brains out in the desert, which is nothing but tumbleweed. I breathe like I'm on an oxygen tank. It's amazing. I think it might be a season here or something because I have noticed we've all had real bad allergies lately. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's been the wind or I don't know what it is, but it's been yucky. Well, I've just been out in my backyard planting plants and potting plants I buy. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know anything about that. Procreating (laughs) plants. Yes. I have a propagation station. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I just <laughs> before, you know, I had to ask you for extra time because I don't understand time management. And uh, <laughs> I was repotting. I bought some new plants and I was repotting them because I have learned from other like social media plant people mm-hmm. like you find plants when you buy plants that have babies. Right. So, so like cool. all of my plants that I just bought the other day, I think about four different little just succulents. I don't ever buy anything over like 10 bucks. Right. They each had four or five little things. So I like just repotted. Uh huh. So I just repotted everybody. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. I love it. I'm sure it's boring to everyone in the world but me, but it's making my house very colorful and lovely. And speaking of smog, I feel like it's cleaning the air. A hundred percent. Yeah. I hate fake plants for so many reasons, but I always tell people, I'm like, please, could we like swap your faux flowers or faux anything for a real plant so that you can get oxygen in Oxygen. Mm -hmm. And it looks beautiful. My windows are painted shut. They have been since the day I moved in. Like, we'll Mm -hmm. have to get new windows to be able to open the windows. Mm -hmm. But I also used to keep my windows open when I lived in an apartment. And my house was so filthy constantly. Like, you could draw on things with your finger if I didn't dust literally every day. I'm like, I really don't want that in my house. No. So I I was like, oh, these new plants, maybe that'll get some fresh air. And I have a couple of, um, you know, obviously living in L.A we have so many fires i definitely have air purifiers in that yep. running in the house but i was like okay well maybe these plants will help with that i don't know also maybe i'm just losing my mind i don't know my kid doesn't need me as much anymore but these plants do <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's my, that's my life right now it's just like plants auditions and make sure my kid stays alive <laughs> I plant even. <laughs> Ew. That's a page you should follow. Oh, I do, but I don't like oh. when you say it, especially when you <laughs> when you slap your hand at me lazily. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Should we go ahead and get into the first rant? Let's do it. I think you're up first. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go, folks. <laughs> this is not from a listener. Okay. This is from me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
but I was reading something about this um, this week. It was like an article of things and it was dealing with annoyances. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I can really relate. <laughs> Everyone I have ever lived with is guilty of this, including my husband. And it drives me crazy. Yeah, that's in a fact, lot of A's. There were a I lot know. of A's in that crazy. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> In fact, it makes me furious. Ooh, took it up a notch. Mm -hmm. When someone doesn't close an item properly or at all after they've used it. Mm -hmm. Whether it be food or a cleaning product, it will dry out or spoil. Mm -hmm. Also, when I go to get it out to use it, it will often spill all over me or mm -hmm. the floor. Burp out the air and seal the Ziploc properly. Make sure the lid is actually on and sealed all the way around. Just because the side flaps are closed doesn't mean it's flush and on properly. Mm. In fact, I see a blatant gap most of the time. Oh, the box of Swiffers that was soaked? Now it's bone dry. Sure, I'd love to break my back bending over to spray the floor with 409 and then scoot the dry ass rug across the floor. Oh, you wanted some shredded cheese sprinkled on your chili? Now it's hard as a rock and it started to develop mold like a Petri dish. How hard is it to close something and make sure it is done properly? Agreed. I couldn't agree more. I feel like I'm constantly on my child for this because he's old enough now that he washes his face every night mm -hmm. and then uses like Stridex little pads oh. you know now for myself i have reusable bamboo ones but i don't trust that he's going to take the time necessary to like do it right sure. so i get him the disposable ones yeah and i feel like there was about a two and a half month period where i would say every night you didn't put the lid back on your face wash pads and i'd make him go back in because it dries dry out, out. Yes. And then it's useless, literally. Yeah. Well, you can re-wet them, I guess, but that just doesn't seem good for the product. No, you're diluting it. And re-wet it with what? Water? And it needs to be benzoyl peroxide. Yes. And <laughs> how many times have you picked something up that you thought was closed by the lid? I do it constantly because if there's Same. things on both sides of it or whatever, you just mm -hmm. pick it up by the top. And then if it's not on, forget it. Yeah. Now. If I could piggyback onto yours a little bit, one mm -hmm. thing that also bothers me about closing things properly yes. is when you screw on a lid or close a lid or something mm -hmm. and part of the product, let's say syrup, I say syrup, but I'm assuming <laughs> your fancy mouth says syrup. I wanted you to understand what I was saying. <laughs> Letting it drip and, con nope. and congeal all around the little And plastic. not wiping it. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Can't take it. Toothpaste, yep. toothpaste, the same, can't do yep. it. And here's the thing that really, really pushes me over the edge. Where do they think it goes when I wash it? Ugh. Where do they think it goes? Because they act like there's some magic elf that comes and cleans <laughs> it all the time. Well, I'll tell you who that magic elf is. It's effing me. <laughs> it makes me livid when that shit is not wiped off it's not gross. only at home if i go to a restaurant i'm looking at you waffle house <laughs> and i pick something up and that corroded shit uh -huh. is all around the top yep. i will dry heave and i hope that everyone turns around and looks at me so i can cause a scene yeah it is not okay it's i already okay. pick up their condiments with napkins as it is even the yeah. salt I don't want to touch with my bare hands. Well, especially during a pandemic. Now, that, that, now that we know, now that we know how dirty people are, I don't think I'll ever touch anything in public again. 
I'm literally crying because I just thought about the last time I was at a Waffle House when I was back at home in Atlanta. This was a while ago at this point. I went to the bathroom. Dana, I was pulling the toilet paper off the roll. Yeah. And a used Band-Aid fell out. Shut up. How does I that happen? To God, How I'm, does that even happen? I don't know, but I am so that means somebody put it in there. I would I'm have so traumatized. Vomited. Yep. I would have vomited because I'm not putting a dirty Band-Aid even on my butt. Okay. Like, I don't think I can ever go And back, I'm though. certainly not cleaning my lady parts with a dirty band <laughs> It was really, not, there was nothing okay about it. No. I'm it didn't stop anything. me from meeting there in high school when the guy would be, the grill cook would be cooking and literally pick up a can of Raid and spray a roach as it ran across the griddle. But oh, did that stop us from eating there? <laughs> Give me another patty melt and hash brown scattered, covered, smothered, chunked, topped, and dice. I don't think I could go that far. If I saw a can of Raid come out, I might have to leave. <laughs> but, you know, I'll still eat at a Waffle House. It's good. <laughs> I guess also did not hear the story of what the ladies did at a Waffle House a few years ago. Employees. This was caught on video. I don't remember. They I were ironing it. each other's hair. They were straightening each other's hair on the griddle no. No. with that flat thing that they put on like burgers or something to smash it. Press. That's how they were ironing their hair flat. No. Swear to God, it was on the national news because we don't <laughs> got WeHo out here in California. Mm-mm. That's a Roswell, Georgia kind of thing. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. I had a roommate that worked at Waffle House when I was really? in college. Mm-hmm. What did she have to say about it? She never said much about it. She'd just go. She felt like it was fairly easy. And mm-hmm. I think she made pretty good money, which was always surprising to me because I don't feel ever- like Midwestern people are great tippers by any means. And especially, right. but maybe it was because it was right by a highway. So there was a lot of truckers and she was soups cute. I bet. <laughs> so and that really did well for her. I bet the turnover is fairly good compared to like brunch places where people are going to take their sweet ass time to have their right, right. champagne or eat their multi-course meal. I don't know. Right. For sure. At WeHo, it's like, give me a waffle and fill up that coffee and we're out of here. And we're out. Yeah. Because especially late at night. Okay. Yeah. How funny. Yes. Anyways, close things Anything. properly, please. Uh, okay. Please do. And that goes for cabinets, car doors. Don't sit in your car while you're trying to decide where you're going to go and leave your car door open because I might want to park beside you and you're going to make me honk at you because I will. Uh, yes. You know, we all know keep the toilet lid closed. If you're capable of that, you can close the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. <laughs> open cabinet doors drive me nuts too now that you're bringing this it. It's not safe. It's not even safe. We have earthquakes out here. Everything can fall out. Yes, but it just bugs the shit on me. If I walk in the kitchen and there's one door open, I'm like... "Mm." It drives me insane. And also, you can get hurt. How many times? Just last night, in fact, I had a cabinet door open and I was actually getting my medication out, but Mm -hmm. Dan Tipton didn't realize, I guess. And he reached down to get Lucy some food and he came back up and nailed his head on that cabinet. Oh, no. Yeah. I just felt that as he yeah. said it. Oh, poor so guy. So it's like, it's not even safe, you guys. It's not. If it opens, you must close it. Okay. I don't know why I just shoved food in my mouth while we're doing a podcast. Like, I'm just <laughs> like I'm just chatting with you, and I'm like, I'm going to eat this brownie I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> Jeez, Lou. Oh, my God. Hilarious. All right. Well, should we move on to my rant? 
Yes. After I swallow. <laughs> oh, I hope nobody takes that out of context. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. This is a special week because this is a rant of mine. Mm-hmm. So we both did rants from ourselves this week. Isn't that kind? <laughs> <laughs> but I I pre-read this outline. Jessica has been doing our – she does our outlines for us, and it's she's incredible. And I came to her and I said, okay, I have a piggyback that's going to kind of transition because we have mentioned this once before. I still feel equally as angry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it moves me into another rant I think we've probably talked about before, but it just bears repeating. Okay? <laughs> you already know how I feel about animals sitting in certain places with their dirty butts. Now, we know I love animals, but I don't need an open butthole sitting on my couch or on a pan. Let me just get into it. People let their pets have free reign of the house, meaning there's no restrictions or limitations is where they can go. It's a real no-no. You know what no-no means. In particular, cats climbing all over the kitchen and walking across countertops and dining table before, during, and after food prep and while someone's cooking or anyone is eating. Those paws dipped into the litter box, then prance that litter all over the place. That's right. And even if they don't have a litter box... They went walking around outside where they pee pees and poopers, uh, and then they scrapped it, scraped it with their paws to cover. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, and here's why I feel mean about it because what set me off again is one of my favorite Instagram cat families. <laughs> is it the Dark Lord? No, but I do love the Dark Lord. The Dark it Lord is. is a is a hairless kitty as Sphinx. No, mm-hmm. these are what I call wolf dog cats. Do you know what I mean? No. I forget what kind of cat they are, but they've got big faces and giant ears. I call them wolf oh, dog Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're so ugly. They're cute, right? They are, for sure. So, Balam is a famous Instagram, uh-huh. and he's got a whole family. Zog, his brother Chaska. Like, I love them, right? And their family's adorable. The mom is like runs a rescue in Mexico for big cats. Mm -hmm. They're an amazing family. They're so cute. Love their animals. But they let their animals all over the kitchen counter, all over the stovetop. They let them sit inside pans. No. While they're cooking. Not the pans they're using to cook. And I'm sure they wash them. But I can't. It drives me crazy. No, 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 no. It just... I can't handle there are some things with food prep that is just sacred. Yes. Like don't (laughs) nobody should be sitting in a pot or a pan. Not a human. No. Not an animal. Not even your cute baby. No. No. Because you're gonna eat out of that. I just I can't handle it. People (laughs) with birds, birds I know their feet are not as dirty. They don't walk around on their Mm poo-poos. They still poop by their feet. They still pick at their noses. And like, I hope you're wiping down the counter after Snowy runs across. Snowy the cockatoo, love you. The night night song, one of my favorite songs. Ray go night night, Ray go night, Ray go night night. Yes, you are. Cannot get enough of it. Okay. <laughs> but when Snowy runs across your kitchen counter, I do go. Did you wipe it afterwards? Because ew. <laughs> okay. I so- can't handle it. My old uh-uh. boss used to let her not only let them walk around everywhere and she cooked all the time and she had like burners going in front of her, behind her, all that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, 
those cats were always around. It revolted me so much. And also, I understand it's hard if you have dogs and cats, but then either you got to rethink things or you need to get that dog outside when you feed your cats because of it. She kept the cat food on the counter. And they the ate dog up there? Eat it because no, the dog no, no, would no, eat no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> And I'm not okay with eat up there. Yes. You eat your dog no dinner and you you know what I do? Lucy loves to eat cat food. I'm not keeping cat food on my counter. I'm not. Okay. So you know what I do? I shame her. I go, Lucy, no, that is for kitties, not dogs. (laughs) And she gets ashamed and walks away. And if I hear her, she chews different, which also leads us into my next rant. Hilarious. (laughs) I can tell by the sound of her chewing and I can, no matter where I am, if I hear her, I go, Lucy! And I hear her run. Oh. (laughs) And also, I've had to teach Ollie not to, he started jumping up on a table I use as a cabinet in the kitchen. And Mm -hmm. that's a no-go for me. And Mm -hmm. when I tell him no, he looks at me like I'm stupid, like he doesn't (laughs) get it. And I go, no tables for Ollie. And I point at the table and him, Ollie, because he knows his name. And then I pick him up and move him off the table. You teach. That's what you do. He does not like it. I can feel it. No, he doesn't like being reprimanded at all. He's like a 58-pound gorilla. He doesn't want anybody (laughs) telling him what to do. (laughs) So I'm going to keep that a little short and move on to what I feel is a smooth transition, and it's definitely not. I sent you something that also I think we've talked about before, but it just Mm -hmm. makes me mad. So here we talk about – I'm just going to play something for you here. Okay? Are you ready for this? I am. Can you hear it? I can't. Yes, I can hear it, but I can't deal with it. Okay. Can you see it? It's just a dude eating food. This is tree fun. Cheers. He's a content creator that went viral for his mukbang ASMR videos. He's also an international student from Vietnam who graduated with a BS in finance, and he's currently pursuing his master's degree in business analytics at American University. Like, now, highly educated. Thousand people on TikTok tune in every day to watch him eat. Here's a little bit more about Tree. What interested you in making mukbang ASMRs? My love and respect for food. Mm. Do you eat that amount daily or only when you fill your mukbang? This is the typical meal that I will eat every single day. So every day is a mukbang. And I'll do something special on the weekend. How often do I work out? I strength train six days a week. What? I have a blend of calisthenics and weight training. And That's a full-time What's my favorite workout? Anything with gymnastic rings because they just make every exercise that much more challenging. Oh, that's surprising. For those who don't know what a mukbang <laughs> is... A mukbang, also known as eating show, is a video format in which the host in the video consumes a lot of food. And depending on the host, they may or may not interact with the audience while broadcasting themselves eating. It became popular in South Korea during the 2010s and has become a worldwide trend since then. Shame on us. Well, I've missed my calling, clearly. Wait, I'm going to go ahead and stop it because we don't need to listen to him chew anymore. But the thing that fascinates me, this is a highly educated man. Did you hear those degrees he has in his getting? Yes. You know, he's a fairly successful and he's a nice looking kid. Like, I cannot believe that he has found fame over chewing loudly every day and that there's a name for it. ASMR, soap cutting ASMR, totally into it relaxing, pretty, lovely. I do get a little stressed over what do they do with the soap shavings afterwards, but that's not my business. (laughs) But food, other people chewing food ASMR, 
Okay. First of all, I'm really going to be dwelling on the fact that I missed my calling and why aren't I getting paid to, <laughs> to shovel food down my throat I of do that all in- varieties. I'm not picky. No. And I also do paid. that all the time anyway. I should just start recording it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but the sound, no. this actually makes me furious because remember, we talked about this a long time ago. There is a very famous woman. She's older. Like I think in her late 60s or in her 70s who just crunches on pickles all the time she has a mega following it all makes the girl who lays her face on bread also has a mega following i cannot it makes me sick and i am somebody who is highly highly irritated by chewing to the point where i feel bad but this morning i'm sitting down i sat down on the couch with a cup of coffee and my sweet husband came over and is sitting like literally right next to me and i'm not a morning person so admittedly i'm already kind of annoyed i'm like can you scoot over yeah (laughs) and it's just because like we don't get to see each other that much sometimes so he was sitting there and then he started eating and i heard and i just Mm -mm. i lost it Mm-mm. He's like, what? And I felt bad because he was totally taken aback. I'm like, I can't stand hearing you chew. I can't either. Back in <laughs> no, back in the day when we when we were allowed to go to movies, if you were a loud chewer in a movie, Stop I would it. shoot you a Powell scowl so fast. I don't care. Okay. You wait until there's a car chase to chew your popcorn or your candies because I don't want to hear it. Licking their fingers. No, no. <laughs> No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you don't know what's on your fingers. Have you guys seen this kid? This kid that I now follow on TikTok because of stupid BuzzFeed profiled him, <laughs> where he's a college kid and he does just with a simple microscope and petri dishes, he tests things. It's petrifying. I bought a cleaner oh. because he tested it. It's called Microband. You guys run out and get it. It's a spray or a cleaner that kills bacteria for up to 24 hours. So like you wipe it down and then some nasty comes and touches it. It'll still kill the bacteria for 24 oh. hours. So I've been using it on doorknobs and things like that because we still don't know how Dan caught COVID. We are pretty sure it was the gas station or picking up the Christmas tree at Target. Those are the only two places. Yep. So I'm like admittedly a little bit nervous that yeah, he's yeah. out in the world and comes home and touches my doorknobs and light switches. <laughs> I also went through all the light switches. <laughs> but this yep. kid, he wipes things with a Q-tip, puts it on wow. a Petri dish and like your fingers are so disgusting. Yep. Please, please believe it. Believe it. Yes. Because they are gross. Don't you ever finger looking good anything anymore. <laughs> but we also and this is coming from this. a girl who will eat things that stayed out all night. Like I am basically a cockroach, and that's disgusting to me. So you're you're real low if you're disgusting, Dana Powell. <laughs> oh my god, you and I talked about this at the beginning of COVID hitting, and honestly. One of the things that made me the most angry is when they kept telling people to wash their hands frequently and to wash them, make sure you were like scrubbing the nails or washing for at least 20 seconds. I'm like, why wasn't people doing this before? I legit have a nail brush on my sink. Yes. Like a tiny little. Yes. And also, I think we didn't realize how disgusting people are because now that people are all up in arms about wearing a stupid mask, if that's your biggest problem, good for you. You have the best life. But anyway, people are, you know, speaking out. I, I have problems breathing. 
uh, I never wash my hands anyway, and I'm okay. Literally, I saw a man say that the other day. Uh -huh. He was like, I never washed my hands before, and I'm just fine. Look at me. I'm not wearing a mask. I don't wash my hands that often, and I'm doing just fine. And I was like, you're disgusting. You need to go live at a pig farm. What's wrong with you? And I know he's not the only one. I know he's not the only one. I know. People don't wash their hands. That's why we had to have signs about it, and that's so so Sick. disgusting. Yes. Employees must wash their hands before returning to work. Why do they oh, have to tell you the that? Employees? Uh, and also, why do they need that reminder? It's just what we do. Before the pandemic, I think I've told you this. Our nanny taught my son when he was two years old, you sing happy birthday while you wash your hands. Oh, wow. I'll have she to record was very it for ahead you. Of the time. She was. I'll have to record it for you outside the door someday. Oh, I love it's it. the cutest because he gets real fancy at the end. But oh. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> but he always washes his hands well, and I know that. Mm -hmm. And it's a habit for him it's that important. he will not break. Right. You have to learn right. that stuff when you're young. And if you're too stupid to know that when you're an adult, then move away, please. Because I don't want you <laughs> boogie butt fingers oh anywhere near me. And I don't want to watch you finger licking anything. Oh no. <sighs> But uh, I also don't want to hear you chew into a microphone. Absolutely. I'm aware you guys probably hear some and smackies and swallows and stuff because of our podcast. But we do our best to pull that stuff out. We and really then, do. And then we send it to each other in little clips and go, look how disgusting we are. <laughs> but we try to make sure it doesn't reach your ears. <laughs> anyway, no pets sitting in pots you're going to eat out of. No. And no chewing into a microphone. It's not necessary. Cut some soap. Tap I'll... on the table or something. Even that. You know how much I hate fingernails? I'd rather hear you tap on a table with your fingernails than chew your food. <laughs> if I have to if I have to make choices here. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I think we need a cleansing breath. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> So, guys, you know the deal. If you're new here, here's our thing. We are the Rants and Raves podcast. Right now, during the pandemic and in the world today, we know there are bigger, bigger problems. We get it. Believe me. Mm -hmm. But there is some sort of sense of normalcy to kind of complain and rant yeah. out things that are honestly not a big deal. I'm not going to die if you chew your food in my ear. But it's fun to have a little bit of fun. So <laughs> we get ourselves all worked up this week over our own things and not a listener. <laughs> we rant it out. We take a deep breath in, blow out the bad, and fill up with some goodness. So let's take a deep breath in. And ah. Ah, yes. That feels nice. It's better. It's better. It's better. <laughs> All right, let's get into our corners. You're up on corners first, too. All righty. So, speaking of Dana's favorite pastime, oh. watching TikTok. Yeah. This is this is an oh wow corner. Mm. California man uses TikTok to find owner of misdelivered package. Oh. Now that's my kind of super sleuthing. Mm -hmm. This is from UPI.com, article by Ben Hooper. Scotty Trulio of Fresno, raising capital of the world, just as a little aside for our listeners. I did not know that, and I also <laughs> do not care. <laughs> you know what? 
It could you're be a trivia be, question someday. Who knows? You're going to eat your words when you see the California Raisins exhibit at the Fresno Airport when you fly through there sometime, Dana. I'm not doing any of that unless I have to. <laughs> Scotty Trulio of Fresno said he received a Walmart package that was damaged and had mold on it, and he saw it was addressed to Rosalind Fry. Trulio said he went to the address listed for Fry on the package's label, but there was no answer at the door. So he decided to try using TikTok to get her attention. That's right. Yeah, that's right. People are finding people, man. I just said, hey, can you help me find this person? Trulio told KMPH-TV. It's a TikTok thing, almost exclusive to TikTok. I said I'd put this out in the atmosphere, out in the environment, and see what happens. Trulio said he hoped the video would spread, but he was shocked to discover the next day that it had gone viral. The next thing you know, we get almost a million views the next morning. I woke up to 15,000 followers. Oh my God! Dana, I think we need to lose a package. Then. <laughs> It just started growing and growing, and I'm like, she is going to have to see this, he said. One of the comments on the video came from a woman who identified herself as Fry's niece. Fry said her family showed her the video. I saw the video and said, that's totally my house, she recalled. Ah. Trulio was able to connect with Fry, who had some answers as to why the box was moldy. It was food for the Armageddon virus. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Quoting her, yes. <laughs> it was food for the Armageddon virus. I mean, she's not far off, to I be honest. I really wish they elaborated on that. They do not. But if I had been interviewing <laughs> her for KPCH, you best believe I would. <laughs> she said, I had spaghetti sauce that was broken, and that's why it was wet and moldy, and it ate through the box. What? Okay, I'm trying to put the story together. Yeah, that's literally how they end the article. It's the worst end with no wrap-up. That's the end of the article, Dana. The spaghetti. So there was spaghetti sauce in the box. It broke. And molded. she said that made it wet and moldy and that it ate through the box. Did she say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> now, what made me really laugh and what really caught my eye with this article is that, ironically... You know how they show like old episodes of SNL on Saturday nights, like two hours prior to it going live. Okay. It usually comes on at 1130 at night, right? Mm -hmm. At like 10 o'clock, I think, either at 9 or 10 on NBC, they will show a vintage episode, as they call it. Oh. So this week, they were showing like one of my favorite casts. It was like the early 90s cast. Mm -hmm. And they showed a commercial for a company called Jiffy. Okay. And it was Rob Schneider, and he was the delivery man, and Jiffy was the company that you would hire when you forgot to mail something, oh. or you didn't get something to a deadline on time, you would pay Jiffy, it was like a parody commercial, you would pay Jiffy to take your box and run a tire over it, throw mud on it, oh. uh, rip rip open part of it, um, step on it so it's smat, and then the guy from Jiffy would go, we're so sorry. You're, as you can see, your package ended up in Brazil, and now we've rerouted it, and here you go. Here it is. And why would I want that service? So that the person that was supposed to get your package the next day didn't think you were a liar. They would legit think that your package got lost in the mail for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. I think I'll just say, hey, you know I screw up all the time. I still haven't mailed your package. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you're very honest. Yeah. You're very honest. There's a lot of things I've tried to do when I haven't sent something on time. Oh, listen, I used to be the queen of making up excuses until I crossed my own line. And now I try to just be like, hey, I'm a screw up. I I don't know what to say. No, totally. (laughs) I think I mentioned it before, but I made up an excuse that I was at the bank and it was on Memorial Day and I didn't realize that when I was lying about it. Yes, yes. So now I just learned. I'm like, you know what? Honesty really is the best policy. It really is, especially if you're not smart enough to keep up with your own lies. No, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> I'm not either. All. I'm not either. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, you're your corner, Dana. So my corner, I'm actually very excited about because I don't know if you remember this, but I've experienced something similar. And there's a picture. Uh, why do you think it's your corner? <laughs> Okay, here we go, guys. This is a wait, what kind of corner did we call it? This is a oh no <laughs> corner. Uh, let me just read you the headline here. This is from the mirror, you guys, written by Paige Holland. Uh, she's a showbiz audience writer, it says. So good mm. for you, Paige. Uh, <laughs> wait, showbiz audience writer. Yeah, that's what it says. I don't, I don't understand what that is. I don't know. Is it a particular uh, warm-up guy that warms up the audience for live tapings? But since when is there scripted stuff for the audience? I don't know. Email Paige Holland. (laughs) She clearly wrote. She made this title for herself. And it was updated on February 8th. They updated it. Oh. At 1440. There's been two updates to it. I don't do military time. I don't either. Okay. A woman... Looks like character from The Simpsons after DIY turmeric. Oh, no. Here we go. Turmeric face mask fail. You say it how you would, Jessica. You said it right instead of turmeric. Turmeric. That's correct. Turmeric is incorrect. Correct. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Okay. A woman took to TikTok to share the results of a DIY turmeric face mask she made to help calm her acne after she saw the hack online. Now, this could easily happen to me because I will do anything I see online. I mean, pretty close. Pretty close. They're like, put toothpaste on your zits. You think I didn't try that? Sure did. Burned my oh, face. I still try that. Yeah. Doesn't work. Burns your <laughs> <No>. face. Okay. <laughs> Any kind of hack like that. They're like, put oatmeal on your face. It'll help your pores. And then I walk around with oats on my face and nothing changes. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. A woman was left in hysterics after a DIY face mask left her face bright yellow. And that's no joke. Jessica, I'm sure you plan on showing pictures. Oh, yeah. Her face is the is mustard yellow. Yes. Like her skin is mustard yellow. French's mustard that dried on the top that nobody wiped off. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Lauren J. Rennie came across a recipe online for a turmeric mask that turmeric? Now I don't know. Now I've confused myself. I'm just going to say what comes to my mouth. <laughs> That claimed it would help calm her breakouts. With all the ingredients already in her kitchen, Lauren set to work, but the beauty fan soon regretted her decision after it left her face glowing bright yellow. Lauren revealed the results in a video on TikTok, and it quickly racked up more than 1.1 million views. Lauren explained, for like the last three weeks, I've had really bad skin. I've been breaking out in spots all over my face, but mainly across my lip line. (laughs) God. Okay, so she did a little digging into how she could calm the flare up herself. Not long after, she came across a DIY turmeric face mask, which she 
happen to have all the ingredients. It's got benefits for like acne, wrinkles, and skin irritation. So I was like, yeah, let's go. But things didn't end up going as planned. But the thing is, I've just applied it to my face and my entire hand has turned yellow. Then get it off your face. Right? Uh, when I take this off, I'm going to resemble the moon. But it didn't matter how much she scrubbed at her face. The yellow tinge refused to budge. <laughs> I'm literally going to the supermarket with my dad tonight. I'm really hoping that makeup's going to cover this. I don't think it did. Eventually, she gave up and instead decided to put on some makeup and a yellow top to distract from her face as she headed out to do her food shopping. What does this mean? Someone said... I knew as soon as you said turmeric, sis really woke up and decided to turn into the Simpsons, said another. Oh, these are comments. You really do be glowing. Uh, your teeth look super white, though. Okay, mm. so that's the end of the article. She's straight up yellow, for real. And now, dumb. <laughs> because turmeric is the writ dye of the spice world. Oh, I, I mean, I, don't people use it on their teeth? What? Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I've never they used do, they're nuts. And then yeah, they're, they're yellow. Going out of their way to give themselves teeth from the 1600s. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiffy and I, my baby sister and I, and I know we've got a picture somewhere. She wanted us to do like some fun, girly self-care things when I was in town one time. So she bought all these face masks and the three of us girls go down to the bathroom and we're in there putting on our face masks. And my middle sister, Denise, had chosen like a peach one. And I was like, well, that's not fun. There's not really any color to it. So Tiffy and I chose like turquoise mm -hmm. face masks. We had so much fun. We had them on. We were taking pictures. Tiffy looks at her fingers and she's like, my fingers are blue. And I go, this better not turn our faces blue. Well, it did. What? It turned our faces blue. It was just one of those cheapy face masks that you can buy off a wall somewhere. Wait, I thought you were going to talk about the time where you did that mask and it like dried and calcified onto your face. And you're like, <laughs> it doesn't even look like you. And Dan took a video of you and I was crying when you said no, that. You know what I'm talking about. You're like, oh, you can't <laughs> even, your eyes saying, aren't even open. No, and I keep saying, this is the worst. <laughs> Why do I keep trying? <laughs> I should just let myself turn into an old craggly woman to wander out into the desert because <laughs> obviously my face, but I've never done turmeric, but I do know what it's like to dye my face blue for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like turmeric stains so bad. That I now, if I'm like putting it on a vegetable and I need to really like massage it or like toss something with my hands, I put on a disposable glove. Let me ask you a question. What yes. does turmeric taste like? Um, I honestly could It tastes tell like you. nothing. You don't need, yeah, you can't tell me because it tastes like nothing. And people don't need to use it in cooking when it tastes like nothing. They just like to go, yellow turmeric sprinkles, fancy bourgeoisie food, na na na. The reason why it is so critical no. for you to have in your life, Dana, I'm not joking. No. Turmeric is. Like the number one fighter against inflammation. Yeah, you put that shit in a daily vitamin. That's what you do. Okay, well, you know what? It's not activated unless it's taken with black pepper. Then I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. 
And I guess you're never going to make my yogurt marinated turmeric and cumin chicken and garbanzo beans. 1000% I'm never going to make that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We could both make bets on that and come out very solid. Actually, there's a lot of turmeric in that curried cauliflower soup I was making a lot that I know you were jealous. I never brought you a bowl. No, of. I don't want any of it. It permanently stained our immersion blender. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm that. so upset about it because I scrubbed it and I'm like, now it looks like we're dirty pigs and didn't clean this. Like as though people are coming over watching me puree things so much. Or also digging through your cabinets <laughs> to look at your dishes. But in my mind's eye, I'm like, nobody can ever see this blender or they're going to think that we don't clean things properly. Well, you didn't need that turmeric. You were trying to be fancy. <laughs> you, were, you were trying to be fancy. It backfired and gave you no flavor. Oh my God. But you're, you're right. I can't tell you like, oh, it kind of tastes like this or that. Mm -hmm. Nope. I feel but the same way though like... about paprika. I'm like, what does paprika taste like? Okay, Nothing. Now we have it's a just a red sprinkle. It's a red Nothing. sprinkle. It's a savory sprinkles for cupcakes. What pepper for cupcakes. You know, like sprinkles for cupcakes is to paprika for deviled eggs not necessary oh, for deviled eggs i thought you meant paprika on the cupcakes i'm like girl unless it's no. a meatloaf cupcake we got a real problem here no i was doing one of those old school like <laughs> california achievement, achievement test things <laughs> shoelaces are to shoes as door is to walk through i don't know if that's correct or not <laughs> you like barbecue don't you yeah i like me some barbecue and you like ribs like some ribs but i, I guarantee most ribs and or barbecue that you have eaten in your life has paprika either in the dry rub or in the barbecue sauce guarantee yeah, yeah it adds some color jessica i already know somebody who's gonna write in when they hear this episode good let him write name, name rhymes with hallen bring it on hallen you can't i want to hear in words what paprika tastes like and turmeric <laughs> And also, you know what else? You can take that curry and feed it to a raccoon because I don't want it. <laughs> I'm also laughing because I'm trying to picture. I'm like, well, what else would I say if she asked me about a different spice? It's like, I don't know how you explain this to me. It's like, if you asked me, what does clove taste like? I would say it tastes like cloves. No, cloves taste like vomit. <laughs> Remember, I ate cloves when I was a little kid because I thought they were candy. And now I can't yeah. stand the smell. Of course. I, yeah. I can't deal with clove. That to me is probably the most overpowering of any spice it's ever so gross. I, I hate it don't smoke it don't put it on a ham let's just right that on a ham oh i can picture it clove to me is like um you know should it's be just gross. used it's... on a commander from little house on the prairie when you like push that you put a thimble on your hand and you push them through an orange and then tie a ribbon and hang it around the home during the holidays Okay, I guess if that's a use for it, fine. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it. It's useless to me. It's like mosquitoes. Why does it exist? Okay. It's, you know what I mean? Yes. Even if I could say that there was one thing that I'm like, you have to have it for this, like Enya. I've talked about Enya. There's just sometimes you're like, I need that song. I need this. I need their right now for my mood. But paprika, no purpose. There's never a mood that calls for paprika. Paprika is less useful than Enya. I mean, for basically, that's what we've come to. 
For years, I played an Enya CD to go to sleep. I believe it. Years. I believe it. There is a purpose. I don't like it, but I understand the purpose. Paprika? No purpose. Get rid of it. Oh, it's my a God. mosquito of the spice world. <laughs> oh, my God. And turmeric is the colored fly. You're Not necessary. Mosquito <laughs> of the spice world. I am dying. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into our raves? <laughs> My God. Also, real quick, before we get into raves, uh-huh. would you like to tell people how to get a hold of us so oh, that they can fight me? Yeah. You want to fight me? Bring it. <laughs> Y'all, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. On Twitter at raves underscore the. Shoot us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. <laughs> Yay! Fight me. Tell me. Jeez. Tell me what you think paprika tastes like. I'm ready to hear it, Howlin. Exactly. And y'all keep the rants and the raves a coming. Keep okay? them coming, guys. And again, some people have thought that they couldn't if they've already sent it in. No, I don't care please. if you've sent me into us ten times. Like, I don't keep either. it coming. Definitely. Um. All right, so this week's rave, uh, I'm going to do like a mini rave and then a little aside. So they're both dealing with rescue, but one, there isn't really a page to follow. It's my friend, but so that's why I'm going to tag on a rescue group that she does a lot of work with. Okay. She started something a few years ago and literally like the second episode ever of our podcast, we had talked about a rescue called a purposeful rescue. And I mentioned what my friend was doing at the time with the ice brigade in the summer and in the winter they call it the winter warriors so dana is always reminding us how you can start no your own movement yeah. in your town or if you hear something maybe you can get a group together and things like that so again it shows you the power that you have of one person and what that can do she made it her goal that she did not want one single dog in Southern California in the shelter system to be without a blanket and a bed. She has successfully achieved that. I think this was definitely the second year in a row, maybe the third year in a row that she did that. So she put it out there. And again, it's like, it never hurts to ask. Admittedly, I'm somebody who's always like, I feel bad or I don't want to, or this is uncomfortable. Just ask. The worst that can happen is that somebody says, I'm sorry, or we can't, whatever. You just never know what's going to happen. So she put out the call for donations. Tons of people donated money. But then also some companies then sometimes will donate things or overstock and whatever. So she managed to have an 18-wheeler deliver pallets upon pallets of blankets. Wow. And... She put out a a message for people to do drops because there's shelters all over Southern California and not just in the LA area. We're talking about from anywhere south two hours of us to four hours north. So I wanted to help her and I went and did one of the drops, which I have to tell you was extremely rewarding. And again, I love that you did that. It's really awesome. It was a good way to spend time when I was going crazy with being stuck at home during the quarantine. And I wanted to do something helpful. And uh, also, again, it shows if you 
don't or can't give money to something, you can still help. By volunteering, I'm like, hey, I can't give money right now, but I can volunteer my time. So my point is, every single shelter, it covered like 3,000 dogs. They all received a bed. They all received a blanket. She did have some items left over from the drop, and she now is giving it to a group that works with people on skid row and people oh, wow. that are homeless that have pets she's like those pets need to be cared for too yeah just because they're on the street they're no less important than dogs in a shelter so i just and I know wanna... i know some people have issues with homeless people having pets but sometimes that's the only um, thing that's getting them through yeah and and it's unconditional love and also, they have found that a lot of people that are homeless with a pet, they will make sure that that pet is fed before they before make themselves. sure yeah. are. Yeah. So, which, as we speak it up, here's another little mini rave. I saw on our local news today, they are starting a pet food pantry in Los Angeles County, and there will be pickups once a week. So anyone that is listening that is in need, or if you know someone that is in LA County, it's a pet food pantry that they're going to have pickups starting now once a week. I love and that so much because when great. the pandemic hit, a lot of people obviously were fi- we're all financially yes. strapped. So many people gave up their pets because they couldn't afford hospital bills or food. So knowing that, just remember, you can get help. There are vets that volunteer on mm-hmm. um, trucks, like food trucks, but they're, but they're ho- veterinary hospitals on wheels. Okay. So don't give up a pet because you think you can't take care of them. There are people out there that can help you. Yes. There's there so many, many resources. Many pets and shelters. I love that she saw that she had an abundance of things and found another way to disperse those yep. to, to someone in, to pets in need. I love totally. that very much. They also, she did a, a drive um, this year to get Kongs, money to buy Kongs, K-O-N-G-S, because that is the only, quote, toy that shelters allow, I think, because they can be cleaned properly. It's not like oh. a stuffed animal or something that then okay. can get wet or spread things between. It's like the Kong can be cleaned out. And those are the things that you fill with peanut butter that gives the dogs oh. Okay. It really like work at it. It also yeah. helps soothe animals. It gives them something to focus on. I I like knowing that because Lucy's uh anxiety liquor Ooh. and it drives us crazy. And her little Kong, a little yeah, mid. They make teeny ones for little dogs, I especially if you leave Kong. the house. Yeah, they're great. She, a massive like anxiety liquor. It mm-hmm. just drives me crazy. <laughs> yep. Got to get the Kong. So to give a shout out to a local organization that she is now working with a lot, it is called Baluja's Foundation, um, B-A-L-O-O-J-A-S foundation.com. They are a small Southern California rescue organization run by a group of dedicated volunteers. We save dogs from death at overcrowded shelters, dogs with special medical needs, handicapped dogs, older dogs, and we find them loving happy homes beluja's foundation operates an all-breed companion animal rescue foster care and adoption program in upland california the emphasis of the rescue is on the dogs most in danger of being euthanized by the shelter system especially pit bulls and chihuahuas along with senior animals and those with medical needs Baluja's foundation removes dogs abandoned by owners and breeders to high-kill shelters and government-operated pound facilities, as well as perform a rescues of abandoned animals found on the streets. The foundation also rescues animals directly from owners who have surrendered them for a variety of reasons. The organization provides veterinary care 
and places the rescued animals with volunteer foster families and ultimately places the animals into proper homes. Belugia's foundation also conducts public education campaigns to educate the public regarding the social issues associated with pet overpopulation, the benefits of spaying and neutering domestic pets, and the lifelong responsibility that comes along with owning a family pet. The foundation assists low-income pet owners in the local area by paying veterinary bills and by providing pet food to enable owners to keep their pets at home rather than to surrender pets to the local Mm -hmm. animal shelters. Good deal. All activities are conducted by the volunteers of Belugia's foundation. So they're great. And to wrap it up, I mean, all adopt on shop. Dana always says it when she puts up pictures of her beautiful pets. It's so true. It's so good. Please, please, please. There are shelters all over this country. And also now my friend not only is getting dogs rehabilitated and then sending some of them off to Canada. Mm-hmm. A lot of these animals are now being adopted by people in Canada. She works very closely with a rescue in Vancouver, but she has now made it another little pet project and Belugia's foundation has part to do with this. They found a woman who is rescuing dogs off the streets of Tijuana. And oh, one of the dogs my friend now owns, she ended up Aww. adopting after fostering, was attacked with a machete. Shut up. Yes. So, um, anyways, I just realized I made a big faux pas by saying that because somebody wrote into us and I, if you are listening, I am sorry. I did not just give a spoiler, uh, a warning, a trigger trigger warning warning. about that. Well, but the doggy, doggy lived in his happiness. Pardon me. Yes. Totally rehabilitated and happily, successfully living his best life. But yes, she's working with this woman who has like no resources and is now dedicating her life to all these dogs, getting them off the streets. So my friend is getting the dogs out of Tijuana, bringing them up here, getting them fostered by families in San Diego and Los Angeles primarily, and then getting them out for adoption. So adopt. Absolutely. And if your friend needs, you know, to fly some dogs somewhere, there's another organization she could partner with called Bunny Buddies. (laughs) We've profiled them before too. Mm -hmm. And the pilots volunteer their time to fly rescue animals to their new homes. Which is also amazing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That Mm -hmm. was a great one. Thank you, Jessica. (laughs) Okay. So my rave this week is actually from the website Cafe Mom, the the article I'm going to read by Mandy Velez. Um, But it is, sorry, I just brought it up. The Boy Scout Who Made 3D Printed Ear Guards. Boy Scout Quinn Calendar, maybe 12, already winning at life more than me, (laughs) but he's invented something incredible and useful for frontline workers. He noticed how the masks that doctors and nurses had to wear for hours irritated their ears and found a way to 3D print a device that alleviates some of that pressure from their faces. Ear guards, which he calls ear savers. Cute. Quinn answered a request from the local hospitals for help with creating more ear guards to help take the pressure of healthcare workers' ears from wearing masks all day. He got busy on his 3D printer and has been turning out dozens of ear guards to donate. Thanks to Quinn's efforts and the pure luck that they linked to this Thingverse page, which we'll talk about, in their post, this file's been downloaded over 235,000 times. People all over the world are making ear savers. So Thingverse is a website where people can upload and download 
templates for 3D printing. And so I guess he either uploaded his, let's see here. Yeah, people all over the world, health code. Amazing coincidence. I'm from the same town. I'd sure like for him to know how far this good deed has gone to influence people to help out. So people are going to Thingverse and making their own ear savers, which this Boy Scout, Quinn, created and donating them to frontline workers. I think it's absolutely amazing. How can he be an inventor at 12 years old? Right. I've never understood what you're supposed to do with the 3D printer because I can't build or draw anything. Uh, but that website is pretty cool. I probably it is. I shouldn't you visit. You should look at it for your son because I was blown away. I'm like, oh, this is really cool because it's all like, I guess, under the steam umbrella, right? Right. What is that? Science, technology. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't smart. even know what it stands for. Yeah. But there's so many cool projects. And yes, people can upload their own designs. Also, what's cool is some people did it and then they said, oh, I found this little tweak. So people can tweak or update the pattern. So cool. It's like learn by trial and error. But yes, the fact that a young kid came up with that so that people. He wasn't like building his own. I don't know what kids build robot or something. He's like, right. I got to figure out how to help these frontline workers. I think that's incredible. Thank you, Quinn, for doing yeah. that. Um, and thank you, Cafe Mom, for bringing awareness to it. That exactly. was not a story that I had heard before. And I've never heard of thing thingiverse.com. I have not either. And it's I will pretty... tell you. There's so many amazing stories of children and things oh, that they know. have done during the pandemic. I know. That it's it's just unbelievable. And it kids really taking is. their allowance, even if it's just $10, and they're like, I want to give this to a food bank, or I want to use this to buy masks for someone. It's just warms your heart. Oh, my gosh. So I'm looking at the actual article and the mm -hmm. Facebook post by a woman involved with the Scouts Canada. Mm -hmm. They had to edit and say, due to the unbelievable response, we've decided to post the link to the file we're using. Like they posted the link because people are making them. Mm -hmm. I will say, too, this does nothing to uh, help out Quinn. <laughs> but um my masks, which, you know, my my nanny, Kira, made, yes. handmade and sold, uh, the ear the ear elastics are made from little girls' tights. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't have to wear my mask 14 hours a day, but I've never had an issue even when I had to take flights home for my mom's passing. Right. I had to wear it. You know, I had two stops to get to Missouri, and so I did have to wear it for like 13 hours. Never once was I annoyed by it. So that's also helpful if anybody's looking for a mm -hmm. DIY. So yeah, DIY and doesn't have a 3D printer. Exactly. Anyway, I love that. Thank you so much, Quinn, for helping out those who are helping us. Good job, kid. Thinking of others. Totally. Uh, maybe we're going to be okay. These kids are pretty cool. Right. Maybe maybe the world's going to be all right. No. <laughs> Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. You want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us? Yes. Please find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast, on Twitter at raves underscore the, through our email, the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or through the contact button on www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay. Jessica, I really enjoy you. Dana, I really enjoy you, and you look beautifully backlit right now. Oh, do I? Glowing 
porcelain doll skin with your lovely, like, it looks like a sunset behind you. Oh, my, thank you. I should carry you around in my pocket. Make me feel good about myself. So at the end of our show, I like to give us a weekly point to ponder. I also like to go through things that I'm enjoying on Mm -hmm. TikTok or movies. Obviously, we've all binged Bridgerton. Am I right? For sure. I haven't seen it. Oh, that man. Oh my God! Wait before we go, Jessica. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. guys, there's a bonus at the end of the show, Jessica. This is gonna make you. I'm sorry, it's giving you a little bit more to uh, edit, but I forgot we, about this callback. Yeah, we had to do in our green room room dump. We said we wanted to add a little corner, and we won't talk about it long. I'll give you a trigger warning. This is jarring, but this is celebrity corner. Hollywood. Hollywood. Y'all, what the hell is going on with Army Hammer? Oh, I thought I knew, but you're going to tell us more. Well, over the weekend it broke, like, people started putting out the texts and DMs that he was saying, I'm 100% cannibal, I want to drink your blood. And he was like, I'm being kink-shamed. And then his publicist dropped him, and then William Morris dropped him. The big thing that came out today, apparently over the summer, he even put it all over his social media. It was on Twitter and Instagram. He was bored and decided to help build a motel, like work as a construction worker at a motel in your fave Joshua Tree. Was it the Sands Motel? I don't know what it was. Okay. You'll have to go look at his Instagram and see. Uh, They just found the remains of three women's bodies near that hotel. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. There's some, you could call it conspiracy theory. You could call it investigation. They New are- remains, meaning within the time frame of him working yes. there and now? The timelines. Oh, match. my God. Yeah. So I don't know that that's true. I'm not releasing breaking news here. I'm saying that's what's being investigated because that's a possibility. <sighs> and more people are coming, more women are coming forward saying, oh, yeah, like it's not just kink shaming like he kind of he wants to eat people one of the dms that he did with a girl he actually admitted to pulling the heart out of an animal and and eating it or okay. drinking the blood no 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 yeah. no like there's no. something real wrong there there's something real wrong yeah, and i'm sorry um kink shaming it's like okay so you like to wear tights when you have sex all right fine uh, I Big difference care. between liking Eating to people. eat human flesh. Thank you. <laughs> like, if you want to <laughs> wear leather and, like, consensually whip someone. No, he talked about kidnapping a girl he was dating. Uh-uh. And, like, that whole fantasy. And he called yeah. it non-consensual consent. No, that's no. Nope. nope already done. No. Done deal. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're broken and that we need to be protected. Like there's something really, really wrong, right? Gonna bring a whole new meaning to call me by my name when he's in prison. Oh my God. It's just like, it's snowballing. I don't know what the real deal is and who knows if we'll ever know, but like, yikes. 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 Anyway, that's the newest on that. I don't know why I felt the need to tell you. I think because I just heard it all today and I was like, what is happening? And also, I'm sorry, I'm into true crime. We all know this. Why would you be putting on social media that you were doing construction at this place and then bury bodies there? Now, we don't know if that's true or not, 
but it's like right. you ain't very good at what you do either. <laughs> I mean, just weird. Like everybody can do whatever floats their boat as long as you're not hurting another person. Okay. You know? And as long as you keep it at the motel outside of the national park, because guess what? There's no hotels in the park. Yeah, it was outside of Joshua Tree. Yeah. Anyway. Yikes. Um, so obviously I'm always still on TikTok. Really love singing dogs. I send Jessica about 16 videos a day and she watches them every five days. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I'm like, hey, I joined. And then literally I open it like once a week. I just love it so much. It makes me happy. Um, anyway, I also like to give us a point to ponder throughout the week. Oh, also the great on Hulu have I think I mentioned that. Did I mention it last week? Wait, is that on Oh, that's it's a Hulu on Hulu. Show? Okay. Yeah. Nicholas Holt and the young fanning. Mm-hmm. Did not Oh him. yeah, you talked oh. about it last yeah, week. Yeah, so that's good. So I'm just gonna go ahead and leave you with a, a something to think about. I really want you guys to ponder this this week. <laughs> this is just a fact. Think about it. We'll be back next Tuesday, Jessica. I adore you. Um, If you you run into that person named Howlin, you tell him to bring it. And I will tell him that turmeric and red paprika tastes like nothing. Hey, guys. (laughs) Did you know that you can produce enough saliva to fill two bathtubs a year? All right, guys. Have a good night. Take a nice soak. Drink a glass of wine. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.